Bye, guys. Say go. <laughs> Did you forget? No, you didn't do it. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> to two bookworms. One podcast. The Book Club Podcast. Hey. I'm, hey. That's wrestling. Hey. I'm Cameron. And I'm Lacey. Jackson's the only good dog because he's laying at the end of the bed quietly. Right, Jackson? Anyway. We're back. We're here. Did you see that death glare you just got, too? You need to lay your butt down. Yes. We might as well just restart the whole thing. No, this will be really fun. <laughs> I think people like, like, I know, like, when I listen to podcasts, I like hearing. The background. Yes, like, the dogs and stuff. So, I think it'll be really funny. Um. Anyways, this week, we read In a Holidays by Christina Lauren. Um, we'll do our housekeeping stuff first. Let's do our second sweep first. What was yeah. your suck for the week? My suck for the week is it's supposed to be a busy week at work. But that's also kind of good. Yeah, yeah. But I had see, I turned around because they came back and told us that like through from the 28th to like the 31st now is unofficially, officially like a company holiday. They're the what? The 28th? The 28th through the 31st. So they're, well, just, they're just giving it to us without making us. Take the time off. That's right? nice. That's 28, 29, 30. That's like four right. days. That's right. nice. But the people that had planned to have off that they may take off their hours now have to shift those hours to a different day. So I asked him, I was like, okay, well. So are you even working from now until New Year's? Pretty much not. That's awesome. <laughs> I'm, I'm not working as much as I'm working. Like, that is so awesome. But I asked him, I was like, well, can I have, you know, I only had, took a, a half day off Friday. I have a whole day off Thursday, mm-hmm. a half day off Friday before our trip. And I was like, well, can I take the whole day off Friday then instead? And he's like, well, since we be, might be busy this week, we'll, we'll have to see. We'll have to wait until it gets closer. It's like, if it's your time and it's taking it off, you're I taking know. it off, it should be your time. Yeah, well, None of it, this, we'll see. Well, it's like, because no. he's already taking off and somebody else is. So now, you know. What a shit show. Yeah. Um. Well, my suck for the week is... Where the fuck does all this hair and dust come from in my house? Like, oh, no. I will I know. vacuum, dust, and the next sweep. day. Not even the next day. Not even the next day. It yeah. looks like I didn't do it because mm-hmm. we have like hardwoods everywhere except the bedroom. Yeah. I would literally go bald the rest of my life if it mean if it meant that I didn't have to like deal with this. <laughs> I don't understand how I have any hair on my head. Also, I know it's the dogs. I, yeah, I know it's Rusty's hair too, yeah. for sure. But I know a lot of it's mine too. Like, when I straighten my hair in there, oh, my God, you should see the bathroom floor. It, yeah, you should see mine after I brush it out after I have a shower. Hair left? I know. I don't understand. I know. I can make a Steve doll. Said, well, and I clean my brush out, and he was like, who's your little friend? <laughs> like a hairball. <laughs> Speaking of which, another suck. I, um, I was using my round brush, so I straightened my hair for you. Um, so I, like, so I blowed it out and straightened it. So I was cleaning out my round brush, and... I'm not ashamed to admit this because I think this is a common thing. My apparently my round brush is like really old, mm-hmm. like really old. You know, like where the bristles get like white and stiff. Yeah. Okay, so like that kind of old. But I only use my round brush like when I blow dry my hair, and like people are probably gonna think this is gross, but I only wash my hair like once or twice a week. Like even when I'm going to work every day, I usually only wash my hair like twice a week. Because my hair just like it doesn't get that oily. Yours is different, yeah. Like, mine I have to wash every other day. Really? Yeah, or it gets really limp because mine's fine. Mm. It's fine and long. Yeah, I can go. I can go a while. But, um, so I don't use my round brush that often. So I was cleaning it out, and one of the fucking bristles went under my nail. <gasps> Ow! And it just started, like, gush. It hurt. Ooh. I can't even describe the pain. And it started, like, gushing blood. And I was like, oh, my God! <laughs> and, of course... I just got my nails done yesterday, and they're red. As Thankfully. My friend, as my friend Kishana would say, they're whore red. Um, she has a really thick Baltimore accent, so I can't say it like she does, but it's amazing. She'd be like, Cam, you got that whore red? You got that whore red. Yeah, so you can't really see. I couldn't tell. I was like, is that my nail or is that blood? It was gross. Um, but back to the hair issue. Yes, where does it all come from? I don't. I don't know. I don't freaking I don't get even, it. I know. Because even my dog, like, she has longer hair, but it's not it's not as long as Rusty's. And, like, there's, like, fur balls in the corner. Yes, and I'm like, in where the does corner. this come from? Always in the corner. In corners. And corners and like, baseboards. Yes. And I take the little attachment, and it's just like, and then the fucking thing, and the vacuum's full again. Yeah. You have to empty it, like, five times. 
I dust and I dust and I dust uh, and still dust everywhere. This is why people pay for maids, but I don't want to pay for something <laughs> I could do myself. But still, I mean, like, uh, they're probably only doing it, like, once a week. I know, and it's still... And yeah. I have to do it more than that to keep this place up. I need a Roomba. I have one. But still, it doesn't, it's not get, enough? it doesn't get in the corners. Oh, my goodness. You know how it is. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, okay, we got a Roomba for Christmas probably, like, three years ago from my parents. Oh, my God, it's life-changing. But you still have to, like, go around the corners and stuff Ugh. with the attachments or something. Like, it does a lot. It really does pick up a lot. Like, when we first got it, we had three dogs at the time, and it was life-changing. You know, it was that old house that we yeah. had that was just hardwoods everywhere. Um, but yeah, you still gotta go in the corner. So it's not as bad, but like, anyways, you know, Joanne, I've noticed on her Instagram, that girl is like Monica Gillis. She is a cleaner. So maybe she'll have like some tips or tricks. Oh yeah. Cause I think I've heard if you wipe the baseboards down with like a Swiffer or something. Yes. It's or like, a dryer sheet. Yeah. It yeah. won't attract, it won't like, dust won't settle on it. I have heard that as well. I should do that. I don't think I have any drying sheets. I don't think those are either. You know what? I think we. I don't know. I, I think we'll go buy some. What's your sweet for this week? My game update was finally released. Uh, yeah, finally. Past it's Thursday. Been like three months. I know. I know. <laughs> they updated everything. They dropped a new map. They dropped two new characters. They changed Hi. a whole bunch of other stuff. And well, it's like playing, playing a new game, right? Yeah, That's we've been playing it like nonstop. It's cool. My sweet. Oh, God, I don't think I'm rolling down. Um, I'll have to think of something off the fly. Okay, this is really bad, but like, our trip's this weekend. Our trip is this weekend, but I've used that like the past two episodes. So I'm going to say, um, I've been doing a ton of Christmas shopping, obviously. I only have two things left to buy, but I keep buying myself things. I know. Like I buy one thing for someone and then two things for myself. Yeah. I've got some really good shit though. Yes. These packages just keep coming, and Steve's like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, it's a Christmas present, but then it's, like, for myself. Um, I've gotten some, I mean, the sales, they're amazing. Like, one of my favorite clothing stores had, like, 60% off of the everything, including the clearance. I mean, that stuff is Ooh. freaking cheap. Yeah. And then, um, like, I just find, like, I found these really cute um, Baby Yoda. I don't care that his name is Grogu. I'm still calling him Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda Pajamas. Yeah, Baby Yoda. I love Baby Yoda. Um, what else did I get? I got some shoes that I did not need. Uh, I used Steve's Kendra Scott birthday coupon because, you know, you get 50% off the month of your birth. Any really? Like, any item. Yes. And so, like, used Ooh. to, you would just go in there and show them your driver's license. And, like, even the custom stuff. I, I always make stuff at the color bar for my birthday. Mm-hmm. 50% off. So, since the um, pandemic, they've been emailing, like, a... 50% off code. Mm-hmm. So Steve always gets one because usually for Steve's birth month, we'll go in and buy me like a Christmas present <laughs> with the 50% yeah. off. Naturally. Naturally. So when they emailed it this year, I um, used it on some earrings. Like a, they were clearancing out the style and then I used them at the color bar. Mm-hmm. So I got them for like freaking $30. That's enough. So, but yeah, I got that to give something every day. It's great. It's like Christmas for me. It's wonderful. So that's my sweet. Um, two things that I wrote down that we need to talk about. I had a whole other fucking article about Krampus. That we didn't read. That I did not read. And I felt like it explained it so much better. So I know we already talked about this, but Mm -hmm. I'm still going to go ahead and read it because I feel like it is very interesting. And last night was Krampus not. Yes, it was last night. December 5th is today. I realized. Yeah. So last night, Steve and I watched the movie Krampus. And it's a good movie. So, this is from Britannica.com, written by Amy Tacannon. So, Krampus, in Central European popular legend, is a half-goat, half-demon monster that punishes misbehaving children at Christmas time. He is the devilish companion of St. Nicholas. Um, actually, in the movie, the, cause the grandma was, um, I believe she was German, and she was the one telling him about it. Mm-hmm. She called him St. Nicholas's shadow. Oh, yeah, because the light and dark, yin, yin and yang. Yep. He's believed to have originated in Germany, and his name derives from the German word Krampen, which means claw. Um, he was thought to have been part of pagan rituals for the winter solstice. According to legend, he is the son of Heel, the Norse god of the underworld. 
With the spread of Christianity, Krampus became associated with Christmas despite efforts by the Catholic Church to ban him. The creature and St. Nicholas are said to arrive on the evening of December 5th, which is Krampus Knot or mm-hmm. Krampus Night. While St. Nicholas rewards nice children by leaving presents, Krampus beats those who are naughty with branches and sticks. In some cases, he is said to eat them or take them to hell. (laughs) Holy shit. On December 6th, St. Nicholas Day, so today is St. Nicholas Day, uh, children awaken to find their gifts or nurse their injury. (laughs) (laughs) Put on (laughs) band-aids. Fest, uh, festivities involving Krampus include the Krampus Luff, which is the Krampus run, and this activity, which often involves alcohol. Ayo. People dressed as the creature <laughs> parade through the streets, scaring spectators and sometimes chasing them. And that is what I should have read on our last episode. Um, also, this isn't like a correction or anything. It was just something I remembered when I was listening. Because mm-hmm. we brought up. The book A Christmas Story was on that list, and then we started talking about the movie. So you know the kid that plays Ralphie? Yeah. yeah. D- did you know he's in the elf movie, the Will Ferrell elf movie? No! He's the head elf. Well, really? the head elf is his dad, but he's the other head elf. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Like, if you, like I'll show you a picture, and you're going to be like, oh my gosh. Let me find it. I forgot what he says to him. Um, he says something to Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. Let me find a picture of him. His name is Peter Billingsley. He's this elf. Why does that sound familiar? Oh, I think he's the one that's talking to him about not meeting his quota. Okay, yeah, the kid from A Christmas Story. Yeah, (laughs) so that's him. Okay, that's funny. All right, so. Now we'll talk about in a holiday. So yes. I'm going to make a prediction and say that you hated this book. Am I correct? No, not really. Really? Yeah. Okay, I loved it. I kind of really did too. I loved it so much. It was like, I, w- I would give it four and a half stars. Yeah. Because it does have some flaws. Yeah, it does. It but does. it was like, I know I say this every week, but I think it's the best book that we've read on this podcast. I don't think For me. I don't think it's the best, but I definitely now feel like I'm missing like, a Christmas genre to books every year. Yes, and I just really never knew it existed. I didn't either. Um, like we always read Halloween esque books yes, in October. Like yes. now we need to add Christmas esque yes. books in December. It was literally like reading a homework. Yeah, movie. yeah, it really was. It was, like, it was like I was watching Lifetime. Yes, yeah, I loved it. It was the Christmas magic that I wanted and needed. Like it literally gave me everything I wanted. From yeah, it. it did. Me too. Um. It was a super, well, we'll get into our questions. So go ahead and give them a quick quick synopsis and I'll pull up our questions. So basically, this, Maylin's, her her name's Maylin. And they call her like five different names. Yeah, she has like so many nicknames. May. May, Macy, Noodle, it's weird. Yeah, Noodle. (laughs) I know. How do you get the name? So I have a friend in high school, her dog's name was Noodle, so that made me like laugh. But That's funny. That's a really, really weird pet name. But it's her, her parents, like, all of their old school friends, their family, like, they all get together once a year for Christmas, every year at one of their cabins. Well, one year they go, she's leaving, and they're quest- she's questioning her life, and... Because she had, the night before, she got drunk on eggnog yeah. and made out with... She got drunk on eggnog, Theo. made out with Theo, which So, is... he's the younger brother uh-huh. of Andrew, and Andrew is, like, her lifetime crush. Because, like, since she was 13. Yes, and they spend Christmas with these people every year, so they're, like, family. Mm-hmm. So, she's, like, leaving, and she's very awkward, and she's, like... And then she tries to talk to him, and he's, like doesn't want anything to do yeah. with her. And he like, has this reputation as a player. So yeah. she's like, okay, I'm just another chick that you made out with. Yeah, just not. So she's like, great. What did I do? Yeah, she's, she's like, I hate my job. Mm-hmm. This is awkward with the family now. And like, the family that owned the cabin said we're selling. Yeah. So it's like the last time they're probably ever going to be there together. And this is like the day they leave. Mm-hmm. So on the way to the airport, like they, she thinks they're going to get into a collision. Like as the collision's happening, she gets reset on the plane to December 20th when they're on their way to the cabin now. Yep. And that's where that, and we'll get into the rest of it. So it is a time travel story. Yeah. Um, it's a loop time. Loop. It's kind of just at the beginning though. So if that's not really your thing, it doesn't last that long. Trust no, me. No, it really doesn't. Um, that was one of the things I talked about someone on Instagram with 
I read their review and they said that there wasn't enough time travel. And I, I agree. So we could have used yeah, I could have used a couple one more or times. two more. Yeah. Um, but we'll go ahead and just get into our questions and then kind of go from there. So, what was your favorite part of the book? And these I are mean, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, these good. are a mix from Oprah's book club questions and uh, yeah. I just I liked the holiday Hallmark Lifetime movie uh-huh. feel to it. Yeah, I did too. Um. It made you feel like Christmas. It made yes. you feel like you're watching a Hallmark movie. I mean, Steve was making fun of them because he showed me this meme where like every single one of the covers of the movies looks exactly the same. It's like a man and a woman standing <laughs> in front of like a Christmas tree. But the reason people watch those movies is because they make them feel good. Yeah. And they make them feel jolly and they make them feel festive. And this book does all of that. It makes all the women cry. It, the My favorite thing was like... They're not family, but they're family. Yeah, All they're the, family. Like, their relationship. And I'm like, I just want to be in a cabin with these people. I know, it, right? It just made me feel, like, so So loved. Yes, yes. I loved it. And it was, like, so, <clears throat> excuse me, May's mom and dad, who are divorced, mm-hmm. and they still go to the cabin together every year because yeah. they were college. They were all college friends, yeah. all of the adults. May, her brother. What's his brother's name? Miles. Miles. Um, and then there's another couple that's, first of all, there's so many people in this So book. many people. At the very beginning when it's naming everyone, I kind of felt overwhelmed. I did too because and I didn't I know like, who was who. I'm never going to remember this, but you do because it just describes it in such a way. And they start, and once people start talking and everything and talking to her, you see their personality. Yes. It's just easier. Yes. Because there's also this gay couple that has twins. Uh-huh. They are, oh my God, Aaron and Kyle. Yeah, Aaron and Kyle. Aaron was friends with them. Kyle mm-hmm. is his husband that came into the group. And then there's Ricky and Lisa, who are the parents of Andrew and Thea. Yes. And then there's Uncle Benny, who's just like up in the attic. Yeah, Uncle Benny. Um, yeah, Uncle Benny. <laughs> we'll get into him because he's, he's a, a cool really uncle. fun character. Yeah, he's an eternal bachelor. Um, but yeah, my favorite part was the the family feel and how it how it made me feel. So. Next question. What was your least favorite? We've already kind of touched on it. I didn't think there was enough not enough of the time loop. I needed more. Because yeah. there also wasn't enough of her and Theo's relationship for him to throw such a dramatic fit later on. Yeah. Um, I'm going to come back to this question. Yeah. Because my least favorite thing is... I, it's kind of a major plot point, and yeah, I don't want to give it away. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to say it. Yet. Too early. So we're going to come early. back to that one. Um, was it a fast or slow read, and why? It was fast. I could not put it down. I couldn't either. Steve was like, "Hey, do you want to watch a movie?" And I was like, "Uh, uh-uh. uh." Lacey, I have never finished one of our episode books that that early. I finished it like Wednesday. I didn't finish it that early. But or, I couldn't but, stop reading but it. But this morning, when the boys were asking me to get on Xbox, I was telling them no because I was reading it. <laughs> it's so good. Okay. Which event scene character has stuck with you the most? I like Uncle Benny the most. He is. He. I. I'm Benny. Okay. I <laughs> felt like when they first introduced Benny and May's relationship, because obviously he's their parents' age, because he was the parents' college friend. So that would put them at what, mid fifties to late fifties, right? She's about twenty six. Yeah, somewhere. So. I was kind of creeped out at first because she explained their relationship. Like ever since she was a little girl, she was always close with him. Mm-hmm. And that kind of creeps me out. Like a single man and a little girl. Yeah, I can get that. Okay. But then I, I was like, then I got past it. The, well, and then you start to see more of their family relationship yes. and their dynamics in your life. Yes. Oh, these people have virtually known each other their whole yes. lives. And she, I mean, they just have like a connection and she like, she would say that she would save up all her gossip to tell uncle mm-hmm. Benny and so when, um, like when she makes out with Theo, she goes straight up to Benny's room in the attic and he's like, pulls out his weed pipe and he's like, hold on. Okay, go. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. And he's like Australian. Yeah. He's Australian, right? I, I think, I'm pretty sure it said he I was Australian. I think so. He's got this long hair. He wears yes. all this turquoise. He wears all this turquoise yeah. jewelry, like a hippie dippy. She, he wears special hippie shampoo that yeah. she loves. Um, so Yeah. He, he was a really good character. I can see why that stuck with you. Um, and then it's later revealed that he actually dated Lisa, Which Andrew and Theo's mom. mom. Yeah. 
and Ricky started dating her while she was still with Benny. Yeah. And May's like, well, how did y'all get past that? And he's like, because we just, like, yeah, Benny was upset about it for a few weeks, but then we just all loved each other so much, and we were just all really good friends. Like, he, he, we got past it, you know? It was and they've been married, past. like, 30 years or yeah. whatever, so who cares now? Um, well, and who really cares when you find out Benny's predicament? <laughs> she does now, let me tell you. She's kicking herself on that one. Um, so, I would say... The scene, not the scene that stuck with me the most, but the fact that they're in a cabin in Park City, Utah is, like, so magical. I want to go to Park City so bad because Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen a picture, it looks like a little Santa village or some shit. It looks amazing. And all the cabins are, like, little lodge resorts. Yeah. And it just looks so beautiful and there's the snow. It's just such a great feeling. The character that stuck with me the most is Andrew Hollis. Oh, yeah. He is, like, oh, my God. Okay. From the begin, like, even, you could tell he was in love with her before yeah. she knew he was in love yeah. with her. Just the shit that he does. I'm like, how like are the you little, so yeah. blind? He's clearly in love with you. So, like, he drinks out of this mug that she made him when they were kids, and he says it's his favorite mug, and yeah. it's like a pink unicorn mug. And he doesn't mind when she hangs on for hugs. Hello. Like, he leans in, talks to like, come on. Um, so yeah, he has stuck with me the most. Um, so after the car accident, mm-hmm. I'm doing air quotes, she wakes up on the plane, fucking flips out. Smacks her brother in the face because she's like, yeah, she, at first she's like, shit, I like, don't remember, like, she thinks they're leaving or whatever. And then, like, she kind of starts talking to her brother and he's like, that's when she kind of starts to realize, like, from their conversation it hasn't happened It yet. hasn't happened yet. So she looks at her phone and she's like, holy shit, it's like December 20th. And her dad, who's a doctor, is like, did you hit your head? Are you feeling okay? Is it the altitude? Is it the altitude? Yeah. And so she's like, okay. So she gets to the cabin and everyone's like waiting there. She's like, oh my God, it's the beginning again. Um, and then she goes upstairs to tell Benny. And like, I love how supportive Benny is. Yes. Because from the beginning, he's like, all right. And then he takes a pit of weed and he's like, Let's think about this. He's like, so this is like the movie Groundhog Day. Um, so I, I really like that he was on board when she's telling him, hey, I think I've gone back in time. And so that first time she goes back, like she just goes and has that conversation with him. She walks down the stairs, trips and falls, boom, resets again. Yeah. So at first I was kind of thinking, I put, so hitting her head like resets everything, like the car hit them. Maybe she hit her head, reset. Then she falls and hits her head, reset. Um, but when the car first hit them, I was kind of wondering, like, is this a coma dream? I thought so, too. I was worried she was going to, like, wake up or something. Yeah. But then it just kept resetting, and I was like, okay, that's probably not, um, not happening here. Or she had been in a coma for, like, a year or something, yeah. So then the the next reset, she comes, and it's funny, because, like, as soon as they get there, the dad walks in, and he takes a bite of this cookie and cracks his tooth. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's how she kind of made Benny believe her because she's like, listen, this is what's going to happen. Dad's going to crack his tooth. Uh, Kyle's going to show everyone his tattoo. Yeah. The dog's going to lick the kid's toes. And yeah. then, like, it all happens. And Benny's kind of like, shit. Like, I think he really. Yeah. And, he, and she was also like, well, tell me something yes. that happened that only you would yes. know. So if you don't So when me I reset, time. I'll tell you this so you'll know that you told mm-hmm. me. And he tells her that he was a nude waiter. Yeah. And <laughs> she was like, what? <laughs> um. So the next time she resets, it's like, I want to say it's the next day. They're having the snowman building competition. Yeah, because they start a snowball fight and she gets upset about it because it's not traditional. And then boom, tree branch falls. And resets. So she thinks that she keeps going back because she had, right before the car crash, she she had asked like, what would make me truly happy? And she thinks, because when she first left, they were like, hey, we're still in the cabin. She thinks that she's gone back to, A, not make out with Theo, and B, save the cabin. Yeah. So when they're doing the snowman fight, she's like, let's just make it, like, really fun. So they'll be like, no, we can't sell this place. Like, all of these men. Because at first she's like, we should do everything traditionally. And then the next time she resets, she's like, no, we should, like, be spontaneous so we can see how, like, different things can be. So she's not really sure of her mission. She just knows that it keeps resetting because it's, like, the wrong path. Um, so after the branch hits her is when it doesn't reset again, right? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, we could have used one or two more. Yeah. One or two more. Just one or so two. So this last time it resets, she wakes up and she's like, damn it. She's like, you know what? I'm just going to go balls to the wall. <laughs> so she gets there and she just like gives zero fucks. And because she's like, I just know it's going to reset again. So like, whatever. She's like, dad, don't eat that goddamn cookie. Kids, watch out for the dog. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, um. She's, she's like, like, Kyle has a new tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> She's just like, this is gonna, she's like, so-and-so, so-and-so, yeah, Theo, we already saw your haircut, whatever, da-da-da. She's like, I'm going inside. Yeah. <laughs> um, she, like, quits her job because she thinks it's gonna reset because she has, like, this really heart-to-heart with Andrew while they go pick out a Christmas tree. And she's just like, yeah, I like you, I think you're hot or whatever. Like, she just lets it go yeah. because she thinks it's gonna reset. And he's kind of, like, taken aback. He's like, what? She's like, yeah, I've, like, all, I've loved you since I was, like, 13. And he was like... And he kind of acts like he's not into her at yeah. first. Because I think he's so shocked. But he's like, I just want you to know this will, like, never change anything. Like, we're still family. And she's like, okay, well, whatever. I tried. Like, it'll just reset. So while she's at the Christmas tree farm, she, like, sends an email to her boss. And she's like, by the way, I quit. This is my 30-day notice. Yeah, she's like, this is my notice. So they're like, damn. Well, then um, it doesn't reset. <laughs> so um, later that night, or maybe the next day, Andrew's like no it was later than that they were under the Christmas tree they were under the Christmas tree and he's like I never thought that you what's the quote I never thought that you would be mine or something and I'm just like oh my god so he basically tells her he loves her too no that's when they were on the sled Oh yeah, I think I think you're right. Yeah. I think they were sledding. They were sledding the next day yes. down the hill because she got stuck. It was Theo, Andrew, and her left in only two sleds. So and one and, was a two seater, yeah. and one was so a one seater. So Andrew grabbed her, and Theo took off. Yeah, and she re- leaned forward and kissed his cheek after he gave her a hat. Yeah. Um. And Theo's like, it kind of goes into later in the story that apparently I think because I think her and Theo are like the same age so growing up they were a lot closer because mm-hmm. Andrew's like three years older mm-hmm. so like naturally she played with Theo more because they're the same age mm-hmm. and so I can't like I wrote this down like why would Andrew say it never occurred to me that you would be mine like I need more context here like context here like did Theo call dibs like yeah, Andrew it never loves said, her. It never said in the background. It just said everybody always assumed that her and Theo, Theo would, would end up, up together. Um, so if Theo didn't call Dibs, like, why would Andrew say that? He and obviously loves her. Why would he never think that that was a possibility? Well, and then later on, the fight that they have, it never fully explained yeah. why he got so upset. And then Theo's like, I kind of feel like you led me on. Well, wh- what would there was no leading on. There was no leading on. It was, didn't even really explain in the book any of their relationship. No. He was never around. It was always He was Andrew. never around. And after, the, after that first reset, she makes sure to never dr- drink and make out with Theo ever again. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I could have used a little more context I could have too. there. Um, let me go back to our questions. <laughs> uh, what did you think of the writing? Any standout sentences or vocabulary? I mean, I didn't have any standout vocabulary, but there was definitely sentences that made you go, <gasps> Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I really liked all the pop culture references. Yes, like, and all the horror movie references, Christmas yeah, movie references. Yeah. They yeah. talked about, like, Avengers, like Thanos, and they talked about, like you said, Christmas movies and horror movies. Uh, speaking of which, um, I wrote one of those down because Andrew said, like, apparently he's, like, really into horror movies, and he's, like, a sound engineer at Red Rock, so that was really fun for me because I just moved back from Colorado. I know it's over, like, 800 times, but <laughs> Red Rocks is, like, uh, it's an amphitheater, but it's also, also, like, a park where you can go hike and shit, and so he's a sound engineer at Red Rocks, and, like, it's supposed to sound amazing because you're kind of like down in the rocks. Yeah. So he said that because he loves sound, his favorite movie for sound is the movie A Quiet Place. And I'm like, but that movie has no fucking sound in it. Yeah. Like, it, like, uh, have you seen it? Yeah. Like, it's very quiet. <laughs> so I'm like, why do we, why is that your favorite movie? Is it ironic? Is right. It- in fact, I did not see that movie in movie theaters because... They kept saying how quiet it was, and I'm like, well, then I'm going to hear everyone fucking, you know, eating popcorn and doing their shit, whatever they're doing, and I don't want to hear all that. No. God. Also, if he's into sound, um, we could use his help with our podcast. Yeah. Andrew Hollis, if you're real. (laughs) Um, 
Yeah, I like all the pop culture references. Would you want to read another book by this author? I have. You said you have. Yeah. I would like to, yeah. yeah. This is my first. I like her books. I do. Or their books, should I say. It's yeah, because it's like one's name is Christine and yeah. one's name is Lauren, right? Mm-hmm. Did reading the book impact your mood in any way? Yes. Yeah. It made me feel fuzzy. Fuzzy. And warm. Fuzzy and warm. And, like, and Christmassy. Christmassy. Yeah. It's just like Christmas magic, this book. What surprised you most about the book? I mean, I, honestly, so you had told me when I when I picked it and you saw the author's name, you're like, oh, this is going to be smutty. Yeah. It wasn't that smutty. It wasn't. So I was honestly surprised when they had sex. I was too. Because it seemed like such a wholesome, like, Hallmark kind yeah. of movie. But it, they had, but they do. Spoiler They be booking. Um, yeah. But it wasn't, like, it wasn't raunchy. Smutty, no. Yeah. It was just, like, it was very, like, tasteful. Yeah. It was. But, okay. So, after they're, like, slutting, and he's, like, basically confesses his feelings, they're, like, you know, sneaking glances and sneaking kisses. Mm -hmm. Because he sleeps out in the boathouse, which isn't a boathouse. It's, like, a shed with no fucking heat. Which, by the way, he would die out there. Do you know how fucking cold it is in Park City, Utah in December? No way. So, he sleeps out there, and I kind of was wondering... Because she said, like, after the last year, all the kids slept in the basement on the bunk beds. But he that's when he went to the boathouse. Mm-hmm. Like, did he go to the boathouse because he loved her and didn't want to be around her? No, it said later on that he had a sex dream about her. Oh. <laughs> so he didn't. He, he didn't, didn't want to wake up in the morning. Right, basically. <laughs> so um, he's like, do you want to come out to the boathouse for a nightcap? Oh, it's on like Donkey Kong, and he's like, "But I don't really have anything." Yeah, he's like, "I don't have anything to drink out there." Though. And she's like, "Okay, let's go." Um, yeah, it was very, it was very tasteful. It was tasteful, but sex. I think it was kind of that way because it was Andrew. Yes, I think Theo would have been like, "Bang Theo bang, hot." Okay, I read a few it. reviews on Good. So after I finish a book, I read reviews because I like to see how people are feeling. And a lot of people, the people that didn't like it, they didn't like it because they felt like she should have been with Thea. No. He's a player. He's not That's ready for a That's what I said. He's and too then, young still. Like, if you make out with a dude and the next morning he fucking ignores you, no. No. But it also said he was, like, building his own house and everything. So yeah. maybe he was, like, growing up. You know, he had cut his hair. He'd always had really yeah. long hair. So maybe he's, like, ready to take the next step. Well, it, but but it, that's shitty of him to fucking be a player yeah. and then be, okay, I'm ready, May. We can well, be together now. And he also no. said later in the book that he's and she said it, too, that he's slow to anger and even slower to cool down. Yeah, he, so like, that, takes a lot of time to yeah, process So then he had to take longer to process you know, what had happened between them maybe and all that, but He's not ready for relationship No, yet. he's not ready. He's, not. he's and still too young. She, he had to like even text her, I miss you, like, because she's hanging out with his brother the whole time. Um, do you think Theo was in love with her? I think he might have had a crush on her, but he wasn't in love with her. Like, what are his motivations? Like, has he always loved her? Was it new that year because he's grown up? Um, That's why I said maybe he'd had a crush on her just because everybody thought they were supposed to be together, but he didn't love her. He wouldn't have slept around and been a playboy if he did. I agree. Oh, and then he had that parrot tattoo right by his, like, mirror. (laughs) They're like, why a parrot? They were playing two truths and a lie, and Andrew's like, why would you, why right by your penis? I'm like, I don't understand. He's like, yeah, maybe your butt cheek or your arm or something. He's like, but right there, can I get it? I'm like, that's really funny. Can you imagine? (laughs) God. Um... Also, I was kind of wondering, like, these kids are, like, I think May was 26, Andrew was 29. Had, like, none of these kids ever brought home a significant other to Christmas? I don't think it's... It said that um, Theo had, because there was somebody there for Thanksgiving that he was sneaking out or something or whatever, but... But I think that was just, like, a... Bang, yeah, bang, yeah. goodbye. Yeah, <laughs> yeah because he yeah. said, because it said that. She was waiting in the closet. She was waiting in the closet yeah. while they were eating Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. <laughs> Could you imagine? their dad was like, I can't, like, what kind of girl just sits in the closet and waits while we're eating Thanksgiving dinner and waits for him to go back up yeah. there? That is some, that is some crazy shit. But you know, one of my ex's friends did have a chick like that. You're lying. No. I swear like to God. Left. I wish I like was. Half. 
I wish I, she would come over when he was still at work and like we, they would let her in, you know, and she'd go wait in his closet till he got home. And I was like, what why in his fuck? closet? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Did he have like a chair in there? No. <laughs> I don't that's know. Fucking, like, okay, like maybe lay on his bed or something. Right. Yeah, but in his closet. That's or sit outside weird. with his roommates or something. I don't know. <sighs> yeah, that's a bit weird. Um, But apparently they're out there. <laughs> that is so. If the dude was like, "Hey, can you wait come over? Can you wait in my closet?" I'd be like, "Fuck no!" While I eat Thanksgiving dinner with my family. You can then, bring me a plate, and then, <laughs> and then I'll be up there to fuck you later. Yeah, I'd be like, first of all, no. Second of all, can you bring me a plate <laughs> and a slice of pie? <laughs> a slice of pie. <laughs> Hold on, mom. I gotta take this plate upstairs. I'm still hungry, mom. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna go finish this in my room. So awkward. <sighs> Lord. Um. How did your opinion of the book change when you reached the ending? All right. So I'll go back to my least favorite part about the book. Because after, like, she confesses her love for him and everything, which in a way kind of happens super fast because, like, they confess their feelings and they fuck that night. But also, they've known each other their whole life. Their entire life. So it's not like she didn't know him. She knows him. She knows who he is. She knows what he's about. It's not like it's the first date kind of thing, right. which, you know, whatever. If you want to fuck on the first date, I'm not going to judge you. I'll probably just talk about you. Whatever. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> um, after that, I guess she, like, wants to tell him about her time loop or something. Yeah. And tells him that she kissed Theo in, like, the previous time loop. Yeah. First of all, not, I would have never, never told said that. any yeah. of that shit. Oh, oh, because they they go into town to play the scavenger hunt and to finish their Christmas shopping, and that car wreck yeah. happens, and that thing comes flying for her, but she ducks. Yeah. And then that's when she's like, oh my god, that was meant for me, that was meant for me, I, I messed up somewhere, because she's it's, having, no, Theo that knocks her she's down. having a conversation yeah. with Theo, because Theo's like, hey, I haven't seen you, like, this whole time, like, what's going he, on Well, he catches he her and him kissing, yes, yeah. and he was pissed, so she goes after him. Almost trips on some ice, avoids it. Then that car crash with the wreath on the truck, just like the first time, mm-hmm. happens. She's like, uh-oh, I've gone wrong somewhere because they're trying to start this time loop over again. Which, I was so anxious, lazy. I was like, please don't let this time loop start over right, again. Right, so far in, he felt loved to yes. it. And I was kind of hoping for one, too, because I was like, that would throw a yes. loop. So she decides to tell Andrew that she made out with his brother. He does not handle it well. No, at all. I would say that's my least favorite part is because um, after she tells him, he's like packing up his shit and going to leave. Yeah. He's like, nope, I'm not doing this. And you're like, what the fuck? First of all, like, why do you believe her? I'll just be like, okay, you probably hit your head or something. Like, whatever. Um, I, but I think he... But it was along the way. She was. She had all these coincidences, remember? She, yeah. was, like, she was asking about his parents selling the house. Yes. And- and the sleeping bags, and he was like, well, how do you know this? And she's like, it's just just a hunch. Yeah, he was like, how do you know that those sleeping bags are in there? Because he was freezing out there. And she's like, oh, it's just a hunch. But because in the first time, the first time she lived through it, her dad found the sleep, mm-hmm. or his dad found the sleeping bags after, like, the week was over and yeah. Andrew had frozen every day. Um so he kind of does start to believe her. Yeah, and then she's like, "Well, your sweater is gonna get your sweater's the dog. Too. Yeah, the dog's gonna the eat your sweater. Dog ruins your sweater." And he's like, "Well, that hasn't happened." And she's like, "Okay." Well. So after he's pissed at her, mm-hmm. and they're all opening gifts, which is super awkward because like the whole fucking group knows what's going on. Yeah. Then they hear the dog rip up the sweater, and that's when he kind of looks at her and he's like, "Holy shit, maybe, maybe she's telling the truth." Um, and then they have like a big happy like. He gets her favorite yeah. candy cane, her she kisses, and takes yeah. her into his closet and they make out. And yeah. Um, so it is a very happy ending. But that was probably my least favorite part was his reaction and yeah, the awkward opening too. of presents that mine too. That. Um, so now that goes into this question. How did your opinion of the book change when you reach the ending? So you go through that, you go through these all these highs, and then she tells them, and then you go through these lows, and then you're like, oh my god, and then you see how many pages are left and you're like are they not going to end up together? It was rushed. The ending was rushed. I feel like it was too. Yeah. yeah. It wasn't enough. Like, there was so much buildup, so much buildup, and then this just dramatic event happens, and then it's ending. Yeah. And then there's an epilogue, and in the epilogue, oh, so for the cabin, we forgot to mention this, because she's like, apparently Benny is Mr. Rich Uncle. He got in early on Spotify. Yeah. Because they go to a coffee shop, and he pays for her coffee with a $100 bill. 
Because he doesn't have any change. And he smaller. doesn't have anything smaller. And she's like, my coffee was like $4. He's like, it's all right. He's like, I got in early on Spotify. And she's like, how early? He's like, really early. So Benny's fucking rich. So she's like, hey. Because apparently, like, Andrew and Theo's parents, they, it was their, one of their parents' cabins. And they bought it, obviously, like, when Park City wasn't the thing it is now. Because Park City is a very popular winter destination. Mm-hmm. Like, it's very expensive to go there and stay there. My question is, why the fuck are they not renting this place out when they're not using it? Because they could be making a killing. No, they don't live in the cabin. Her parents. They live somewhere else. I thought the parents lived the. Um, I thought Theo and Andrew's parents lived in the cabin. No, but they come he a lot. Lived, he lived in Colorado. Yes, and then Theo was building a house further south yeah. in Utah. No, they live somewhere else, but they come to the cabin a lot. That's why the boys have their own room. Yeah, really rent it. So why are they not? For, they could be making a killing. Yeah. I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay, so she's like, well, Benny. What if you be my co-signer and I'll buy the cabin? Because, like, this place means so much to me and I can't just let, like, them sell it. Because it was, they were saying, you know, it was really expensive to upkeep. Yeah, it was, like, like $20,000 for a roof. Yes. Hall. It always needed something done to it. And they were just kind of tired of it. And they just wanted to sell it. Well, it was just them. The boys weren't there. Nobody was there to yes. help them with it. So. so she's like, and Benny's like, is it important that you own it? And she's like, no. He's like, because I already made them an offer. <laughs> he's like, because you told me the first day that they were going to sell it. And he's like, I kind of went and already talked to them. And he's like, I saw like how much this, this place means a lot to me too. And I've decided to buy it. So because Benny's rich, he buys it. So in the epilogue, they go back and Benny's done all of these renovations, mm-hmm. turned the boathouse into like a proper guest cottage. Like changed all the bunk beds downstairs. Into yes. Individual, individual rooms. rooms. Like the place is apparently like immaculate now. And so Andrew proposes in the guest cottage to May. They live happily ever after. But it's 4th of July. They go back for 4th yeah. of July. I would like a second one. I would too. If she does a se- if if they do a second one, they do. They usually do. They tend to run off the main characters. So if they do, it'll be about Theo. Okay, I would love. I would love to know more about Theo. They, I think that would be really cool will, because they have with their, with their old books. So my opinion of the book changed. I was kind of hating it when he was mad at her. But then it kind of goes back up, and you're like, okay, it does have a happy ending. Yeah. So I still, because I was worried when he was mad at her, I was like, I'm not giving this four stars. Fuck this book. <laughs> um, how does the book's title work in relation to the book's contents? I liked it. I liked it too. I think it was perfect. Is it overrated or underrated? It's under. Let me see how many stars it has on Goodreads. Yeah, that'll. Tell how me. many stars are you going to give it? I'm going to give it four just because I can't give it four and a half. Okay. I might I, give, I don't know, I might give it five. I gave it four on Goodreads, but four and a half in life. It only has 3.86. Really? Yeah. It's underrated. I think it is underrated. So, let me kind of read some of these reviews I was telling you about. That, um, wanted her to be with Theo. Oh, no, I can't find them. I should have saved them. Yeah, I'll have to find them maybe. Um, next question. Does it remind you of any other books? Or is it an original idea? I mean, obviously not. No, we obviously we've seen the time loops yes. several times before. And they mentioned Groundhog Day. Yeah. And, um... I mean, Happy Death Day, come on, it's not an original idea. It's like, it's like a Hallmark, so no, it definitely would. But I love it. I do too. Do you think you'll remember it in a few months or years? Yes. Yes. Okay, listen to this. Would you ever consider rereading the book? Yeah. Me too. And I never say <laughs> you never yes. You never reread, yeah. I almost want to reread it right now. I need to put it. It just felt I need so to, good. I need to make a little Christmas section and put it in my Christmas yes. section. Um, any lingering questions or plot holes? I mean, there's always plot I want to know all about Theo. I don't want to know. I want to know more about why Theo was so mad and their background and everything else. Yeah. Um, Have you ever even heard of the game Sardines before you read this book? No. Me neither. I was like, what the fuck is Sardines? And then... Oh, I just wrote this. Um, Which sardines is like the opposite of hide and seek. One person hides and whoever finds them next hides with them yes. until there's one person left. So that was why they hid in the closet because like you also got to try to find a place where like a bunch of people can hide with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote down this quote that made me like literally laugh out loud because <laughs> Steve was like, what? So he goes, and he, they're, they're, they're about to play sardines and he's like, cover your eyes and count to 50. And he's like, no peeking. And then his eyes gleam flirtatiously. 
and my lady parts waved the white flag of surrender. <laughs> I literally was like, <laughs> and Steve was like, what was so funny? And I was like, nothing. <laughs> um, yeah, we talked about how sleeping in the boathouse had something to do with her, his favorite movie. Um, I wish I would have gotten in early on Spotify. Right. Damn. Oh, on page 200, <laughs> I love this conversation, and you probably are going to know exactly why. So, she asked, and this was, like, after they had sex, I think. So, it's, like, their after-sex conversation was fun. She's like, did you know Tom Cruise is almost 16? Oh, yeah! And he's like, do you, you have a th- he's like, do you have a thing for Tom Cruise? I'm like, <laughs> she said, definitely not. I just think it's funny that he looks eternally 40, which is funny because I am obsessed with Tom yeah. Cruise. I'm like not ashamed. I have this weird obsession with him. I don't care what and you Harrison think. And Harrison Ford. I love old dudes, but yeah, Tom Cruise is probably like numero uno. I love him so much. Also, another. Formerly Cooper Teeth. Shut up. <laughs> God, why do you shut the fuck up, Lacey? He has literally done nothing to you. Scientology. No, I told my dad, like obviously before I was married, in like the height of my obsession. Uh, my dad was like, "He's kind of weird, Cameron. Like he's into that Scientology shit." I'm like, "Oh, so if we bought you a yacht that said Scientology rocks, you don't want it?" He was like, "No, I didn't say that." <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, also, I'm not saying that Tom and I. Okay, I've done the like our astrology birth chart comparison, mm-hmm. girl. Dude. Chemistry. Yes, we would have like fucking mad chemistry. I told Steve, I'm like, you better watch out because if I meet Tom, <laughs> I'm also, not coming back. <laughs> before I met Steve, um, I used to get sent advanced passes to all of his movies. I'm not, I'm not fucking making this up. Like, I have proof. So, how it started was, do you remember in 2012 when everyone thought the world was going to end? Yeah. So, uh, I think it was like December 21st it was supposed to end. And that was the day the first Jack Reacher movie was coming out, which I was super pumped about. And so I tweeted, I was like, please, God, if the world really does end, let it be after I see Tom Cruise's new movie. The next fucking day, I had two passes in my email. I had never, I had not signed up for anything. So this is like two weeks before the movie came out. And you're like, is this legit? And I was like, and it was, um... Like, I got to pick, the, it was a theater close to my apartment, so I fucking went. Also, this is a bit of a tragedy. Um, this was also when the Sandy Hook shooting happened. Uh. So, they, when I saw the movie two weeks before it came out, and then the shooting happened, because the movie is about a mass shooting. Yeah. They had changed them. They had taken some things out in the two weeks since I had seen it, because I saw it again, like, when it actually hit theaters, and you could, like, pay to go see it. Um so, yeah, I saw it two weeks early. Ever since I got those passes, I would always get them. Like, every single time he had a new movie coming out, I'm not playing. <laughs> I've taken my sister. I took my friend Sarah. I took my friend Amy. You get, you get the review. I would you even. Get the review screenings is what it is. Yes, so it's like the press is there. Yeah. Um, I even, when I first started dating Steve, he got to go see Jack Reacher 2 with me because I got him. Ever since I got engaged, I think Tom's watching my social media. Because ever since I got engaged, He's no more no more passes. It's heartbroken. I have not gotten a pass since I've been engaged. He's heartbroken. He's like, I felt it from here. <laughs> I'm like, Tom, I still want to see your fucking I movies. Still love you, Tom. Is that not hilarious? That is hilarious. I'll have to find I kept all the emails because I'm like, people are gonna think I'm crazy. That's hilarious. You need to print them out and make a scrap. Oh, and then so you know like on Twitter how um when someone's verified, like it's really them. Mm-hmm. So another time, uh, my sister got me the like complete Tom Cruise DVD collection for my birthday and like a bottle of wine. And so I tweeted, I was like, happy birthday to me. Like my sister got me the best gift. And he tweeted me back and said, happy birthday, which I still have a screenshot of. It is fucking, we are fucking soulmates. I'm telling you, it is meant to be me and Tom Cruise. Okay. Back to our book. Um, I could talk about Tom Cruise. The other thing I wrote down was all the recipes. I had never heard of these cookies before. The cookie bars? So there were peppermint meltaways. Oh, those, all those, yeah. Mexican wedding cakes uh-huh. and Santa's whiskers. Yeah, I haven't heard of any of those. So either. I pulled up the recipes. I was going to try to make them before today, but that did not yeah, happen. So maybe fun. we can make them before our trip. Ooh, yeah. Okay. Peppermint meltaways. 
you can Google it if you're listening, but they look like those little sugar cookies you buy at like Walmart or Target. That are frosted? Yeah. Okay. So here's the ingredients. Butter, confectioner sugar, peppermint extract, all-purpose flour, cornstarch. Then the frosting's butter, milk, peppermint. I've never even seen peppermint extract. I have some. I know. I've seen it. Red food coloring, confectioner sugar, and crushed peppermint candies. So it sounds like it's going to be really heavy on the peppermint. I would probably That's what leave, they look like. I would probably leave it out of the cookie, but put it in the frosting. Just maybe do like a regular sugar yeah. cookie. Yeah. We should try to make some. Okay, so those are peppermint meltaways. <laughs> this is really funny. Mexican wedding cakes. They look like balls of dough. Kind of like marzipan. And here's a fun fact. This is from backpocketrecipes.com. Many historians speculate that the term Mexican wedding, um, some people call them Mexican wedding cake, some people call them Mexican wedding cookies, it was used to replace the term Russian tea cake due to the strained U.S. relationship uh, with, with Russia. The USSR, yeah. So they used to be called Russian tea cakes, and now we call them Mexican wedding cakes. Oh my goodness. Um, so these, I don't know. I don't know that I would want to make these. They don't sound very good. It's powdered sugar, butter, vanilla, flour, almonds or pecans. No. Not about that life. Salt and powdered sugar. And then they just look like balls. Like, no. Not really into that. Santa's whiskers. I'm sorry if these are your favorite. They sound and look fucking gross. Looks like fruitcake or something. Yeah, I'm not a fan of the fruitcakes or the mincemeat no. pies. So this is butter, sugar, egg, vanilla extract, almond extract, flour, salt, finely chopped maraschino cherries, sweetened shredded coconut, and white chocolate. Mm-hmm. I don't like coconut, so I'm not about that life. Um, but those are Santa's whiskers. But maybe we can make the meltaways. Maybe we can make the whiskers and like just like some snacks. Do yeah, something just different. Snacks. <laughs> I make the these snacks. really good. My mother-in-law gave me the recipe. They're these chocolate pe- chocolate chip peanut butter cookies. My mom has something similar. She uses a uh, white chocolate chips, peanut butter. There's Rice Krispies marshmallows. Ooh. And then in the it's like a cookie. It's it's like a little. We scoop it in balls. So but it's a cookie hard. or yeah. it's Rice Krispie treat. It's kind of. It's not a cookie. It's like a Rice Krispies. Oh my god, make this. So it's like it's like Rice Krispies, white chocolate, peanut butter, marshmallows, and I think there might be peanuts in them. There's peanuts in them. Oh my god, make that first. <laughs> we have all this stuff. We've been meaning to make them. We just haven't. We call it Christmas crack. Okay. Because you start eating them and you you can't. You stop. know what I really like that people make at Christmas time. Um, what is that? Reindeer chow. Puppy chow. Yes, it's like the checks. Yeah. Covered in chocolate, covered in sugar. sugar yeah. Oh, shit. It's good. It's usually got M&Ms and stuff. In yes, it. I used yeah. to love when someone's mom would make, like, little baggies and hand them out <laughs> in school. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. Give me that puppy You want chow. your puppy chow? Give me Hell that. Hell yeah. I'm like, give me your puppy chow. Oh, I should eat them. your chow? I think Steve's mom makes it every year. <laughs> um, Steve's mom, she has, like, a lot of things she makes every year, but she makes this thing that, like, the boys love. I think it's super gross. I think she calls it Neiman Marcus dip. Or Nordstrom dip. I think I've heard of that. It looks like pimento cheese. Let me look it up. <laughs> well, you know I have a texture thing. But also, I'm just not very adventurous. Um, I'm pretty sure it's a Neiman Marcus. I think so, because they have the Neiman Marcus cookies and stuff, too. Yeah, so I think it is. Neiman Marcus dip. Yes, it is Neiman Marcus dip. People are probably laughing. I mean, look how gross that looks. They, like, eat it with crackers. I'm not saying it's gross if my mother-in-law's listening. I've never tried it. I'm just saying it looks gross. I'd just, I'd rather have a cheese Listen to what's in it. Sliced almonds. Bacon. Cheddar cheese. Green onion. Mayonnaise. No. I think she does put pimento cheese in hers, though. None of you say pimento cheese. Like a cheese ball. What's a cheese ball? Cream cheese, cheese. I just don't like cheese that much. I'm not a cheese person. I've got to have it in just small increments. Um, my mom makes these crackers, usually around this time. 
where she like puts them in a baggie with like some oil oh, and some spice I love and those. shit. Ugh, I hate them. Like, no, gross. I love those. She's like, you want some of my crackers? And I'm like, no, mom. For like the tenth time, I don't want some nasty crackers. No, gross. I love those. Did you cast? Okay, did you cast the movie? There's so many. characters. I only casted a few because there's there's so a many. lot of characters. But it, like she said, it does become easier if you're going to read to, like, keep up with everyone. Because they all have their own personalities. They all bring something special to the story. I loved it. Okay. So, for May. Okay. So, she's supposed to be, like, 26. I had Jennifer Lawrence. Just because I feel okay. like she could do the reserved May and mm-hmm. then, like, the freak out May. Yeah. She could definitely <laughs> do the freak out for sure. And she's age appropriate. Yeah. I, okay. Good one. So... For Theo, I've got Aaron Taylor Johnson. Uh, is that who plays Quicksilver in the Avengers? Uh, uh, well, they don't call him Quicksilver. I think so. But pull, let me pull it up. I think so. Yeah. Let mm-hmm. me see. Yeah. Yeah. That's him. Okay. You know he's married to like a super old chick, right? Yeah, I know. And she directed Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, I know. And they both hyphenated their names. Yeah, no. He met her, um... On a movie, right? Yeah, it was Savages. That movie fucked me up, That dude. movie fucked me up, too, but it's That movie was weird. That was weird. That movie... I was like, oh, my God. Okay, but yeah, that's Theo. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a good Theo. Um... You know, I haven't seen him in anything in a while. Like, what has he been up to? I think we just said, but I wasn't sure. Yeah, so, Savages. Or Andrew. He's a, he's a little young. But I've got Noah Centineo. Yeah, too just, young. Just, I know Maybe he's switch young. those. Just because his hair was curly. Yeah. That was the only curly-haired guy I could think of. Okay, you want to know who I pictured Andrew? So this isn't who I'm casting. Because he's way too old for this now. But I pictured Henry Cavill. Okay, I could see that. I could see that. Yeah, and I I had just watched Enola Holmes, so he was like fresh on my mind. I could see that. Yeah. So for Uncle Benny, the last one I did was like a hippie version of Matthew McConaughey. Oh fuck yeah! Perfect. (laughs) He is. He would be perfect if he can do an Australian accent. He can. Perfect. He totally can. Because you know he, like, doesn't wear deodorant and uses some kind of hippie shampoo as well. Well, he's just one I could see that has that, that because it said at the end he had a tan, he mm-hmm. had this long surfer, bleached mm-hmm. hair, he had, wore all this turquoise. That, that's a good pick. <laughs> good pick. Um, Yeah, for Uncle Benny, I just, like, sometimes people just pop into my mind, and I pictured Steve Irwin, the crocodile hunter. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he seems. I'm, God rest his soul. Look at her, Andrew. She's a beauty. Yeah, <laughs> it just seems like so perfect. Um, and then for Theo, I obviously pictured Jonathan Groff because I'm obsessed with him. Okay, and I'm like Jonathan Groff could be related to it. Henry Cavill. I can see it. Um, I pictured he Aaron. Just has that kind of wavy hair too. Aaron, as in Aaron and Kyle. So Aaron, the one that actually went to college. Mm-hmm. It says, like, when they're there, he had, like, dyed his hair black, and his hair looked like a black hole. Oh, yeah, they're always making fun of him. I pictured him as the dude from Will and Grace. Will from Will and Grace. I'm like, he would be perfect. Yes, he would. Older, trying to stay fit, um, because it talks about he's wearing, like, jeggings and... All this, yeah, this big designer belt (laughs) and these jeans that rip when they're in the snowball fight, yeah. Um, I pictured Andrew and Thea's mom as Christy Brinkley. Okay. Because if you're going to have two hot sons. You gotta yeah, be hot. Yeah. And she is banging. Yeah. Like, and she's like mom to everybody. Yes. Fucking love her. Um, I pictured their dad as George Clooney. Because again, if your kids are that hot, like, yeah. you have to be hot too. I mean, can you imagine if George Clooney and Chrissy Brinkley had a child? Well, okay. It would either turn out really beautiful. It would either be really, really beautiful ugly. or really ugly. That is true. Because sometimes two ugly people make the best looking kid. Yeah. And vice versa. Um... I pictured May's dad as Ted Danson. Okay. You know who he is? Yeah. Shit, what is he in again? Isn't he in Three Men and a Baby? He's in the show called The Good Place. Yeah. And, like, you know, really tall. Oh, I pictured Miles as um, Jared Padalecki when he was on Gilmore Girls. Young. Very young. Because he's, like, 17 miles in the book. No. What's his name from um, 13 Reasons Why would be a good Miles? Oh, yeah, he would. The main. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. 
Yeah, they really fucked up that first one losing time. Yeah. I stopped watching after season one. Through season two, but it's so different now. Just I don't know if I want to watch season three. It's also very like heavy, and season two is completely different. It just all like it makes me feel really down. It makes you feel shitty, yeah. And I just can't. I'm like I just can't watch. There's so many shitty people in that show. There are there are so many shitty people. We really got off topic there. Um, (laughs) I really hope they make this in a holidays into Uh, a show. I can totally see it being like a fucking Netflix. I could do. I could do. I hope they do it. I hope they do it right. Christina and Lauren, if you happen to listen to this, please write another one. Yeah. What happened with Theo and Andrew? So you said they always do that? Like they always write another character's point of view? Not always, but if they do continue the story, they write the different character usually. I think this is like number one on Amazon, so. Yeah, that's weird. It's probably, like, it's successful yeah. to where they write another one. They're, all their books are always really good. I At the beginning, I looked at some of their other books and I had never heard of them. I've read some of the Beautiful Bastard series. Oh. Yeah. The Beautiful series. Oh, they have some other standalones. Um, another thing I want to bring up. They're kind of all standalones, though. Before I forget, um, I wanted to see if our listeners, I want to post this on our Instagram, too. Would be interested in doing like a book drive because someone that I know, a wonderful young lady, was just diagnosed with leukemia and she is in treatment and she's in Houston. But, um, you know, it's kind of boring, you know, yeah. from when you went through it with your mom. Um, yeah. like you're just sitting there all day. Yeah. So I was like, hey, do you want me to send you some books? And she was like, that would be awesome. So I sent her some. I just, like, she gave me her room number and everything at the center that she's at so I was like I wonder if like we could do a drive and maybe some of our listeners could send her like send her she says she likes she's open to anything she said that she likes like happy books so I actually sent her um I sent her in a holidays and I sent her one to watch which was a really really good book I don't think you've read it but you should read it it's um it's about this girl also named B that's from another book I'm reading she is a plus size woman and she gets picked to be the first like plus size bachelorette. Oh, I think you told me about it. It is so yeah. I read it in one sitting. <laughs> it was so good. I love that book so much. So I sent her that one. Um just because I was like, well, this is probably something that she would like. So if you're interested and you want to send her something or you have some on your shelf that maybe you're like, hey, I think she would like this. Send her some of our old ones that we've read already. That's what I was gonna do too. I was gonna go through some of mine and be like, hey, you know. I think I'm going to send her to all the boys I loved before series too. I Ooh. love that series. So yeah, if you have some books and you want to send them, um, just DM us and I'll give you the address. Mm-hmm. She's going to be there, I think, like 30 days. So, Or email us. Questions, suggestions, yes. corrections, twobookwormspawnpodcast at gmail.com. Or on Instagram, twobookwormspawnpodcast. Um, you want to tell them about our next book? So, our next book is The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. So, we'll talk about that two weeks from today because we wanted to keep it the Christmas theme. We have a this special one, episode yeah. next week. It's our talkie so so make sure you tune in next week. Um, the Hunting Party, I believe it takes place in the week between Christmas and New Year. I think so. So, I think it'll be like perfect timing. But it's just We did that on purpose. Yeah. But we want it to be Christmassy. So, if you have book suggestions or questions. Oh, crap. I forgot one of the questions. Um, it was one that I made up <laughs> and someone wrote in on Instagram. So let me read that because you know, I'm really bad about forgetting. I said, if you were able to do a certain thing over until your life, until you got it right, what would it be? Mm. So you go. Ooh. Oh, something I'd have to do over and over until I got it right. Or maybe just something that you would want to do over. High school. Really? Yeah. You would want to do over high only, school? Only Ugh. because I didn't know what it took to get to college and everything back then. So Completely that, agree Right. So I would just want to head start that and like kind of change my future. The thing that I would redo is I would go to college right out of high school and not yeah. fuck it up. Not and wait. be serious. Not have that skip year and all yes. that. Yeah. Um. Because I see, like, how important it is now. Right. And I'm doing it right now. Right. And I'm like, 
I was already done this when I was 18 and I had like endless energy. Mm-hmm. I wish my parents had been a little harder on me and would have like, for like, no, this is what, cause I told them, I was like, I'm going to move out and like live on my own and not go to college. And they're like, all right. Like, I yeah. wish they would have kind of been like, mm, absolutely not. Absolutely not. not. Yeah. So, <laughs> that's what I would do over. But you know, then again, we talk about infinite parallel universes. I would like to see that's what true. that cam is up to. Yeah. But, um, the person that wrote in, she is at, or I don't know what is a she. Uh, I don't have her, I don't have their pronoun, so I'm not going to assume. Um, but they are at Yoga Story Magic on Instagram, and they said that they would go back and not go to uni and read more books. Which I found very interesting, and I asked, and I was like, why would you change, like, your university experience? They hadn't written back at the time of this, that we're recording this, um. Because that's, like, my ultimate, like, that's the thing I would change is I would go back to school. Well, but it's, but it's they also, went, it's so also it's like, different for them, too, because they have all the trade schools and stuff that they have to go to that we don't have to go to. What do you mean? That's what, that's You're what, assuming they're in, like, the UK or something? Yeah, if they're, if they're saying uni, mm-hmm. they're, they're saying they're UK or Australia or somewhere. If they're saying uh, uni. Nobody there. says uni here. <laughs> Actually, I think in Canada. That could be, yeah, that's possible too. Uh, so that may be different than I only. Know I don't about, know. It doesn't really have like a location. So I only know pictures. a little bit about Europe's uni because of what the boys have told me. But I just think it's interesting, like what happened in their yeah. college experience. Yeah. Like, are they not finding a job now? See, that's or is one this kind thing of is irrelevant. Like, or... I know someone that I know several people that like have a master's degree and then they're not using it. And they're like, can't get a job. And so they're taking the job that I have that you don't have to have a degree, making the same amount of money I am. But it's like, when I have my degree, I'll have all this experience. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, which it's a double edged sword. Which it side is. do you want to be on? It really is. But I get it. I'll tell you one thing if I ever have a kid, I'm making my ass go to college. Like, listen, you can do whatever you want after you get your degree. Good luck. But you're getting your degree first. Good luck. <laughs> well, you're like... We're not even into middle school, and I'm like, look, <laughs> fucking college? I don't I don't think it's going to happen, bro, but I love you. <laughs> it can happen. There, okay, one thing I've learned being an adult is, like, there are so many stupid people in this world. And if they can do it, anyone can do it. Boys are a different breed, though. Boys are a little lazy. Most boys. There's some boys that are really good, that are really motivated and all that, but for the most part... He just doesn't like school, or... No. No. I don't like school either. They get bored. He's bored. Maybe he needs to be, like, challenged. No. You don't think he needs to, like, go up a grade? No. No. Hmm. Maybe he's, like, ADD. I'm sure. I'm sure, because I am. Maybe he needs, like, help focusing. Yeah, I won't put on medication, though. That's the worst thing I could do to a growing child. Yeah, that's true. I have a hard time. I'm ADD. Like, I know I am because I'll sit there doing something. I'm like, oh, but I need to do this, uh-huh. but I need to do that. Uh-huh. But wait. <laughs> uh-huh. Exactly. Anyways. Well, that's it. Yeah. We, we had already wrapped it up and then started talking again, but we're really going to wrap it up this time. So read The Hunting Party by Lucy Foley. That's going to be our next book. Yes. Check in next week for a very special talkie soon. Very special. We're... We might be coming to you live from a campfire. Yeah, it might be on location. That's all we're going to say. Um, but yeah, send us your stuff. We'd love to hear from you. Bye, guys. Bye, guys. Little, say bye. Yeah.